Hi everyone, welcome to the College Exploration Spotlight Series. My name is Clay and I work for the Charlotte Mecklenburg Library. Each episode we're going to be interviewing current or recently graduated students at a variety of schools for teens to learn more about colleges before applying. Finding the right school to fit your wants and needs can be hard, but the library is here to help. Let's have some fun and explore these schools together. All opinions expressed by interviewees are solely their current opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Charlotte Mecklenburg Library or its affiliates. Their opinions are based upon their experiences and information in which they consider to be reliable. So today's interview is with Sarah. Sarah, thanks for talking with me today. Hey, Clay. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, Sarah, let's dive right in. Um, first off, what school uh, did you attend? So I went to college at Johnson Wales University. Fantastic. Okay. Um, so for uh, listeners unfamiliar, um, where exactly is this school located and what's the surrounding area like? Okay. So Johnson Wales has several campuses. I went to the one in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, they also have one in Denver, Colorado. They have one in Providence, Rhode Island, and there's one in Miami. Um, Charlotte is a pretty big uh, city for North Carolina. It's our biggest city. Um, and Johnson Wales is actually like right downtown. You can see Bank of America Stadium from your classes. So it's really, really cool, like being in the center of the city. Did you have any favorite spaces around the campus um, in that general area? Yeah, so the there's a courtyard like in the middle of the city and it's kind of cool because it just looks like a little park and you're surrounded by like all these big buildings and like all this really pretty architecture but then it's just like nature right in the middle of a huge city. That sounds super cool. So it is literally like the city college experience. Oh yeah, big time. Very cool. So uh just thinking in general about your experience, um how would you rate your overall experience at Johnson and Wales? So I loved every moment I had at school, I say it would be like a nine out of 10. And that's nothing against like Johnson and Wales. It's just, I could have done more to be like more active around campus, but every part of the college experience, just going there was absolutely phenomenal. I loved it. That's awesome. So yeah, you bring up a good point. You, as a student, um, you, you're thrown into the college experience and uh, it's, it's up to you to build that best experience um, oh, yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, that's, that's um, a good point to make while you're there. Uh, it, there's kind of a, um, a responsibility on you to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. To, to seek out the clubs and to seek out the spaces on campus that offer the most. Um, but nine out of 10, that's not bad. Yeah, no, it was wonderful. Like I said, like they gave me every tool to have the most amazing college experience. I just feel like I could have done more to be more active in clubs and things like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and you know, we can all say that to a degree as well. Um, I, I, I can definitely agree that uh, I could have made my experience a bit more too. It's just finding out uh, what that campus has to offer, which is, you know, <laughs> the goal here too. So hopefully yeah. um, we achieve that. Uh, so yeah, uh, continuing on that, um, what was your favorite part about attending, uh, Johnson and Wales? Um, favorite part about attending Johnson and Wales. I love because for those people who don't know, uh, Johnson and Wales was founded 
primarily as a culinary school. So they do have the business aspect where you can go get your business degree. They have a great fashion design program, things like that. But for me, my favorite part was just the hands-on applications. Like walking in first day, I was making desserts and like washing dishes. And it was like nothing like any uh, school setting that I'd ever been in before. It was really so cool. cool. I have um, visited Johnson Wales a few times with groups of students. And uh, so I've seen the classrooms and they are literally cooking spaces oh, yeah. with exactly what you're saying. They have, it has the, the dishes area for, uh, you know, uh, setting plates. And then you have those full sinks um, for washing. And so, um, so you just loved diving in to that culinary experience day one absolutely it was really cool like you get your knife set and everything like before you go in and so you're all excited and then day one you're breaking down recipes and like measuring recipes so like the proportions that you need them you're like just learning everything it is to be in an actual working functioning kitchen and it's so cool i love it i love it um the idea of uh uh, most students ordering their textbooks online and, and spending hundreds of dollars on those. And then you, you get to spend hundreds of dollars on your yeah. knife set instead and uh, bringing that to class day one. And of course there are no, uh, I mean, it's not a traditional learning environment. We have uh, no desks and chairs. It's, it's really, you're on your feet most of the time. Right? Absolutely. And that's kind of the idea is to get you used to long shifts in a kitchen because Shifts in a kitchen are typically 12 hours plus, and they want you to be on your feet so that when you do actually get into a working space, you're not shocked by what you're seeing. Sure, yeah. What was the longest uh, time that you were on your feet uh, on any given school day? Um, usually between 10 to 12 hours, which, like I said, it's just prepping you for real life. So I'm actually really grateful that they do that and they don't kind of like baby you and say like, oh, no, it's fine. Like eight hours and you're out. Like, no, you're here for the whole 12 hours. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, definitely doing you a favor. Um, although I hear 10 to 12 hours and I think... Oh, wow. That's, um, that's a long time. <laughs> you get your steps in, I guess. Oh, absolutely. You get your steps in. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, it being a culinary school, uh, I've got to ask how, uh, how was the food like on campus? What, what options did you have? Were you eating what you were preparing or was there, uh, were there other traditional options options as well? So being a culinary school, we were kind of spoiled. Um, the pastry classes would make deals with the um, savory classes. And we would say, okay, well, we're going to bring you pedophores on this day if you let us come eat lunch in your class on this day. Um, so we would take them desserts, which was really cool to like see their reactions because they're not doing pastry things. And we get to like kind of show off a little bit. And then we would go in almost like a cafeteria, grab our plates and like try the things that the culinary students were uh, making every day. So that was really cool. Um, we did have an on-campus uh, dining hall and it was your standard um, college food, like not great, but you're not going to starve. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then because we are in a really big city um there was a lot of like fast food options really really close to us like there was a chick-fil-a where everyone would go eat breakfast every single morning um a lot of like bars and pubs that had really great like awful food for you yeah <laughs> like nice like cheese fries and things like that which is always fun because we were so close to um bank of america stadium we'd all go there watch games and just eat horrible horrible food 
Oh, I love it. That's the best. That those are the years that you eat that horrible food for. I mean, Absolutely. Uh, you, you 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 walk it off with your ten to twelve hour <laughs> day of walking. Those cheese fries uh, will fuel that uh, lab that you have to go to. There you go. I love the idea you said of you have uh, the the savory um, classes bringing you know what they've prepared and almost like this barter system of okay well here's what we've prepared behold look at my sweets and then and then they're like wow you know they're uh, just trading what they can for your pastries absolutely when we were in breads class all of the culinary classes would fight to get the breads and be like oh you you can come uh, eat at our class today because they all wanted the baguettes (laughs) and things that's amazing. Um, was there uh, was there almost a competition as far as um, you know uh, bringing something to to show off? Did you ever get a sense of that? Oh, absolutely. So all of us, like obviously, we were very proud of all the things that we made, but all of us wanted to be the ones to like take it to the um, culinary classes so that we could be like, look, look how good we did, because it was like our first <laughs> real chance to be like, hey, we're doing the thing that we want to do. Like, look how neat it is. Yeah. Yeah, I love that idea. Um, okay, so uh, Sarah, did you live on campus? And uh, if so, what were those residence halls like? Um, if you didn't, were you able to ever see the residence halls? So I did not live on campus. I decided to commute to save a couple grand on my student loans. Yeah, um, yeah. But I did have quite a few friends who lived on the in the um, on campus dorms. And we had Cedar Hall North and Cedar Hall South, and they were literally like a block away from campus. So when you had super early AM labs, like you could just literally roll out of bed, throw on your chef coat that you'd iron the night before, and then walk a block to class. So it was really neat. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that idea. Um, for me, my on-campus experience was, uh, it, it was amazing. And um, uh, I love the idea of just rolling out of bed. I miss those days of rolling out right? of bed and just walking five minutes to class. Oh, absolutely. Um, um, so uh, as far as uh, size of the dorms, um, we're talking traditional size, like beds back to back, or were they a little more spacious? So they were pretty traditional, um, just like any other dorm that you had. And there were always like common areas, like a common kitchen that you could have, um, just like pretty run of the mill dorms. They were pretty nice because that campus is a little bit newer. I think it's, gosh, at this point, like maybe I'm probably wrong on this. So don't take my word for this, but probably like 15 (laughs) years old. So campus really isn't that old, but there was also maybe three blocks away. They had technically on campus apartments and those were really, really nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, Yeah. For me, it was the, smaller dorm rooms my freshman and sophomore year mm-hmm. and then uh, uh your junior senior years you get to upgrade your living space a bit yeah. either off campus or with one of the nicer yeah dorm rooms um so thinking about your experience thinking about your um professors uh, uh Gee, I guess, do you call them professors? Are they something else in the kitchen? So if they are an academic professor, like if you stay for the full four years and get your bachelor's, um, they are a professor. But if they are in a lab setting, like the culinary and baking side of it, they're your chef. And you need to okay. ter- refer to them as chef. So yes, chef. Yes, absolutely. We're, we're doing that line a lot. Okay. <laughs> so thinking about your, your chefs and your professors, uh, do you have a uh, best... 
or standout faculty experience? Um, did you find yourself uh, looking to any of them as a, a mentor? Absolutely. So my standout faculty experience actually happened after I'd already graduated. Um, I'd been in the field for about two years, and then I get an email from one of the chefs at the school. His name's Peter Reinhardt. Um, for anyone who doesn't know who Peter Reinhardt is, um, he is one of the most phenomenal bread bakers I've ever seen. Um, he has recipes that are published by King Arthur Flower, just like really, really knows his stuff and like really someone that I look up to in the field. Um, he emailed me and asked me to be a part of the bread symposium at Johnson and Wales, which was really, really cool. And then I get there and I see a couple chefs that I'd had and they remembered me and knew who I was and where I was and what I was doing. And it was just really cool to see that like my chefs and my professors were like keeping up with things that like all of us were doing and they really genuinely cared about our careers. Yeah, for sure. Um, a bread symposium is a new idea to me. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of people in the bread and um, baking field basically get together once a year and talk like what yeast they're growing, like what new products they have, just like all things bread. And it's so cool because everyone knows the science behind bread so much at this event. And it was really cool just to be able to go and prepare food for them and to get to sit in on some lectures. Like, it's really, really cool. It's a meeting of the minds for sure. Yeah, I love that idea. The science of bread. Oh, it's um, wild. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so uh, you said a lot of them recognized you. Uh, I guess you're baking um, or, or your baguettes or your... <laughs> yeah. Uh, that made an, ex made an impression on them while you were there. Yeah, it was really, really cool because I figured like they have X amount of um, students per year. There's no way they're going to remember me. And then sure enough, two of my chefs walk up and they're like, hi, Sarah, how are you? I hear you're at Nellie's. Like, how have you been? And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm starstruck right now. You guys actually remember me. <laughs> I love that. Um, so going back to the campus itself, uh, how easy was it to navigate? You did mention that uh, the dorms were relatively close. Um, so... In between classes, how far did you typically walk or bike? So Johnson & Wales in Charlotte is a pretty small campus. It's about just the academic side of it. It's about two city blocks. So most things happen in the um, main building. So all labs happen there. Um, and then there's two floors that are above that are academic as well. Um, but we did share a building with Bank of America, which was right across the street. So it's literally two buildings in that's where all of your classes happen. So it was really, really easy to navigate, which I really enjoyed because you can get to class really quickly between sessions. Yeah, that's always nice when you don't have to sprint oh, across yeah. any, any distance to get to your next class. Um, were, were your classes pretty close together uh, as far as time or, or did you um, have breaks in between where you were able to to socialize on campus in between. So I was pretty lucky in that most of my um, try we were on trimesters there. Um, so most of my trimesters, I was able to schedule my classes pretty back to back because I was working at the same time. So I wanted to be able to go to school, get off, go to work. But in the couple instances where I did have breaks, I would just go across to the library, knock all of my homework out, and then go about my day. Yeah, wow. So uh, I'm, I'm imagining your 
literally squeezing every minute out of your day um, working as well as the classes. Um, so not a lot of downtime then, huh? No, no, not a lot of downtime. That was definitely <laughs> a period of my life where I was grinding. Well, good for you that, that you know, it's paid off. Yeah, um, thank you. That's awesome. Uh, were there any um, specific factors that led you to choose Johnson and Wales, I imagine it being specifically a, a culinary school mattered a lot since that's where your passion was. Absolutely. So um, when I was in high school, we had um, someone from Johnson and Wales come to our class and just talk about the uh, programs that they had and um, just how they love the school and how they offer really great scholarships and grants, which piqued my curiosity. Um, and then Looking in and doing more research, I realized that the pastry program for Johnson Wales is hyper, hyper competitive. I think the wait list at that point was around four years if you didn't get in immediately. Wow. Yeah. So me being a competitive person and this being what I wanted to do, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just see. And I applied and I got in and never looked back. Wow. Yeah. Four years. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty intense. So had, I mean, I imagine you'd been baking uh, for some time before uh, you began at Johnson and Wales. Um, is that right? Yeah. So I worked for a small bakery in Belmont, North Carolina, and kind of fell even more in love than I already was with baking. And one of the women there actually went to Johnson and Wales and she was telling me how much she loved it and how it was just nothing short of a perfect experience for her. So that was a big factor in choosing Johnson & Wales as well. What's that um, application process like? I'm curious. Uh, a lot of people will submit, uh, uh, you know, an essay. Um, okay. So so for you, was it submitting uh, a recipe? Was it submitting, uh, you know, was it bringing in uh, something you'd prepared or... So it was the pretty standard college application process. Um, you pay your fee. And you write a, um, sorry, <laughs> you write a letter saying like, hey, this is why I want to be here. Um, turn in any um, transmission or transmissions. What am I trying to say? Transcripts. <laughs> there transcripts, we go. Yes. Uh, yes. Turn any transcripts that you have. Um, so it was pretty standard. It's so a pretty when, standard process. Yeah, it's when you get to orientation that it's a little bit different because you do get to walk through all of the kitchens and you see like, oh, I'm going to be playing with fire. Yes, literally. I love it. Um, so thinking back to that um, uh, first year Sarah coming mm -hmm. into, um, you know, this entirely new experience, um, what do you wish uh, you had known as that incoming student um, that, you, uh, that you could share with other students considering this, this course um, that they could benefit from? Um. I wish that I've kind of touched on this already, but I wish that I would have been more involved when I was going through college and like attending Johnson and Wales, I was very much there and I was very career minded, like there to get my degree and make connections and further my career. Um, I wish that I would have gone to more basketball games or been in a couple more clubs and just like been a part of the really really awesome school spirit that johnson wales has because it is like a little tight family like i still talk to friends from college it's a really really great community 
and I wish I would have been just a little bit more involved with it. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, you were, uh, it sounds like a woman on a mission. <laughs> and at the time, um, you know, you were stacking your schedule and maybe not allowing yourself uh, that leisure time that um, in hindsight, of course, we, we see is, oh, that was part of the experience. And oh, I, absolutely. I, I kind of rushed through it. Um, yeah, I, uh, I can definitely relate to that as well. Um, so Sarah, uh, since your time at Johnson and Wales, uh, I believe you mentioned you, you, um, found yourself at Nellie's. Um, now do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about, um, your time now putting this uh, degree to work and, uh, um, yeah, just kind of elaborate on, on the work you found since then. Absolutely. So actually while I was attending Johnson and Wales, I had someone reach out to me about a new restaurant opening in Belmont, North Carolina um, called Nelly Southern Kitchen. And they asked if I wanted to come apply for assistant pastry chef. And I was like, sure, absolutely. I don't think I'm good enough to do this yet, but let's go. I ended up um, getting the job and I've been at Nelly's pretty consistently for almost, no, just over four years. And it's really cool because the things that I learned at Johnson and Wales, like menu planning, um, costing out my recipes, like things that I never really took very seriously. I now as a management position, I have to do that. And so it's really, really cool to like actually use the things that I learned in class. That's amazing. Um, what, what, what do you consider? Uh, well, before I get to that question, um, have you found yourself, uh, allowed the freedom and, and what you create, um, in this setting, do you find yourself, um, experimenting with your pastries and with your baking? Absolutely. So one of the really cool parts of my job is that, um, the management and the ownership really does trust me to put the best product out there and to make really solid decisions for like what I believe is going to work for the menu. So I have pretty much full creative freedom and it's, pretty unheard of at my age to be able to be in charge of my menu and be in charge of like, okay, well, I want this dessert on the menu and they just fully trust me. And it's really, really cool. That's uh, yeah, that's definitely nice to have in an employer um, in a creative field like baking and, 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 you know, the culinary arts. Um, so that's great. Do you have a, uh, a crowning achievement? Do you have, um, you know, when you, when you think about what you've created in your time there, um, what are you most proud of? Do you have a, do you have something that comes to mind? Absolutely. So it was about two years ago. Um, we got an email from the owner saying, Hey, we're going to do a charity event and, um, we want you to work with celebrity chef Simon Majumdar. I freaked um, out, started crying of course. <laughs> and was like, Oh my God, I'm actually speechless starstruck. But we got to plan a whole charity dinner menu with him and actually be able to work with him in the kitchen. And it, when I say that is the most I've learned in one day in my whole career, it was unbelievable and just such a really cool treat. How do you prepare yourself for something like that mentally, knowing you're about to walk into the kitchen with this, you know, renowned chef? Oh, my God. Lots of yoga breaths and lots of calming <laughs> myself down. It was <laughs> surreal. But he ended up being one of the most down-to-earth people. And he, we still keep in contact with him to this day because he was just such a delight to learn from. 
Oh, that's fantastic. I'm imagining, uh, um, oh, what, what those, uh, baking shows that I've seen before. I'm imagining this just high stakes, constantly moving, uh, you know, uh, yelling, uh, instructions across right. the kitchen. <laughs> was, was it that, or was it more just kind of pace? Everybody was pacing themselves. <laughs> Every, it was honestly so serene and so calm. And he was just so, laid back and he everything was time managed so well that there was no room for like screaming or running or things like that like it got executed with just me Simon and my husband Sebastian all three of us were just working all day and pulled everything off and it was flawless I love that uh, it sounds far less stressful than than what I've seen on on TV so oh yeah that's, that's what good I was expecting well. yeah <laughs> that's fantastic um all right. Well, uh, Sarah, I, I really appreciate your time. I think that, um, you know, uh, our, our aim here is to help prospective students uh, on their journey. And um, I just thank you for helping me uh, achieve that today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for giving the opportunity, giving me the opportunity to talk about Johnson Wales, because it truly is one of the best decisions I made with my life. And if anyone is even considering going to Johnson Wales, please, I encourage you to take a tour, talk to alumni. It is one of the best programs that I've seen. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much, Sarah. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. The library wants to be able to help teens on their journey as best we can. So for more information about college and career connections, please visit Charlotte Mecklenburg Library's website, cmlibrary.org teens, and also check out the Career Exploration Spotlight podcast series. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. If you loved what you just heard or know someone who would, share it. Take a screenshot of the episode and share it on social media, and don't forget to tag us. Last but not least, if you want to lend your personal support to what we're doing, leave a review on your podcast provider. Tune in every other week for a new episode of the College Exploration Spotlight series, and we'll see you then.